Welcome back to the Up Your Glow podcast. This is Susie Welsh. I'm your host, and I am a women's health nurse and the founder at Binto. This week, I had the joy of sitting down, well, phoning in with my friend, Laura Lemon. Laura is the founder of the retail stores Lemon Lane. You can find them in Nashville and Houston. And Laura's industry expertise goes way back to her post-college years. She's been working in the beauty industry for a long time, starting her career at Walmart and then going on to Goop and then launching her own venture. I've learned so much from Laura the past few years. We started our companies around the same time and I was actually her first event at her Nashville store and we talked all about hormonal health and I am just so impressed with everything that Laura's built and the community that she's created and empowering women through education about safe beauty options because there's just not enough out there yet and she's a true pioneer. Laura's also a wife and a mom to a little baby Ella and I just always so impressed by young moms who are out there hustling and creating their own businesses. I don't know how she does it, but I'm so impressed. And I know that whenever I'm a mom, I have a great sounding board to go to. I think you're going to really enjoy this episode with Laura. She is a wealth of knowledge and has a lot to share. So let's dive in. Hey, Laura. Thanks for coming onto the show. I'm so excited to have you calling in from Nashville for us. I can't wait for our audience to learn more about you, and I'm sure you're tuning in while your little baby is napping. So thanks for taking the time out of your day to be here with me. Oh, I'm so honored. I'm so honored. Yes, she is sleeping, so I'm hoping that she stays put for a little bit longer. Well, I'm sure she will, and it's okay if you have to get up and get her. That's (laughs) the joys of being in business and being a mom. Balancing it all, yep. Yeah, comes with the territory. So, as I mentioned, Laura and I actually met probably three years ago now, almost three years ago, (laughs) and she lives in Nashville and has her amazing retail stores, Lemon Lane, and now has expanded to Houston. And I guess we'll learn later in the episode if you're expanding to any more retail stores or cities beyond the two places that you're in right now. I realized I don't really think I know too much about your background, which is crazy. I mean, I know a little bit here and there. And I'd love to know how you got into the industry, you know, from the beauty world and then how you decided to expand into wellness with Lemon Lane. So maybe go back to the beginning, if you don't mind. Of course. Yeah, let's go way back. (laughs) Um, It's a lot of hop skips and jumps for sure. But starting in beauty, I was the middle schooler that was making lip balms for all my friends and I would make I would like melt down beeswax add essential oils and put them in these round tins and I had a company called LML and I sold nothing but I gave away a lot (laughs) and part of it I mean 
it really stemmed from the fact that I had really terrible acne and I felt like makeup was the only thing that really gave me confidence. So that's really where my love affair with beauty began. And I just fell really deep into it because I just love as a makeup artist, you know, having someone sit in your chair, similar probably to how hairstylists feel, but you know, they come in not feeling great about themselves, not feeling like they're having a great day. And then they leave, you know, after you kind of give them that little like uplifting feeling, you know, they leave with a smile on their face. And I just loved how uh, beauty can really empower women to feel and look their best. And I just was that product junkie. I've spent hours at Sephora. I wanted to go to LA and become a makeup artist. I mean, I was in it. I mean, you ask any of my friends, I was um, reading Covenant Kwan books and this was before YouTube videos. So I don't even know what I would have done if I could have had access to makeup tutorials on YouTube. But anyway, so I just started there and I graduated with a marketing degree in business. It was around 2008. And I quickly realized that, um, you know, the economy wasn't too hot. And I realized the makeup industry maybe wouldn't be the most stable job for me after college. And I got this chance to um, go to Walmart of all places because I grew up in Oklahoma <laughs> and um, it was just one state over and they had a position on their beauty buying team. And so of course it was in beauty and I was getting paid. And so I was like, Hey, let's do this. And I um, had the best experience. I had a boss that is still probably one of my favorite people on the planet. She saw, you know, my passion for beauty and that's ironically when at Walmart of all places, I learned about natural beauty. <laughs> That's so fascinating. That was, How did right? that yeah. happen? Yeah, really unexpected. I mean, you know, Walmart, um, they may not be the first to move. <laughs> they're, they're a huge ship. They, you know, they can't turn quickly, but they're very aware and constantly understanding the marketplace and honestly how their consumers spend their money. So they were noticing a trend in customers asking about ingredients and especially on the clean food movement side of things, it was kind of natural to see that expand into what we put on our body every day. So they wanted to do a test and this was my project and I was supposed to roll out a natural beauty Planogram, which is essentially, you know, how you pick the products and put them on the shelf and it rolls out to the store team, but it was for 2000 stores, which is crazy, you know, for me being such a young professional and that being my first gig out of college, I was just completely in over my head. And also just a huge aha moment happened for me where I was learning about sustainability there. And I met with Bert of Bert Bees himself because we were launching his products into our stores. And, oh my gosh. you know, he's telling me about natural products. It was just this really crazy opportunity that just opened my eyes. And once I learned what was hiding in my products and that there is an alternative, I just couldn't unlearn that information. I remember I went back home. I got, because I was such a product junkie, Susie. Like, you think I am now? But back then, I just, <laughs> it was like another level. I have a hard, I I mean, I guess I can picture that, but yeah, you're definitely a product junkie now. I am, but like I had just every, so I got two huge trash bags full of products, which I don't really recommend people doing now, even customers that come in and ask about natural beauty, but I threw away everything and started over. And this was, you know, 12 years ago when the industry was just really budding and uh, there weren't a lot of options. So, you know, play that forward. I 
wanted to soak up everything I could in the natural industry. And so I knew that the epicenter of that was not happening in Arkansas. So I moved to San Francisco and just became a sponge. And I learned everything from sales and marketing for Yes to Carrot, which is a small national brand that's at a more like Walmart, Target and Walgreens. I think. Yeah, I've seen them at Target. Yeah, Target. And then um, that was more of a startup culture. So that was really interesting. So I got to see and wear a lot of different hats in that organization. And then um, to totally switch gears, I went and worked in product development at Juice Beauty. And at that same time, we had Gwyneth Paltrow come on board as our creative director. And we launched the Goop by Juice Beauty line and an entire makeup collection. So it was just really that whole time in California was a crash course in learning everything I could. And I wouldn't say I'm like an expert in one thing necessarily. I just have seen a lot of different sides of the industry. So I have a unique perspective in that way. And then coupled with kind of getting at, you know, how wellness has been involved in the story of Lemon Lane, just, you know, struggling with my own hormonal disorder, digestive issues, navigating that when I found that a lot of doctors weren't helping me um, and either telling me that I need to go on birth control, Accutane, you know, even thyroid medication. And so I luckily was just in a place like San Francisco where in tandem, you know, here I am during work hours learning about natural beauty. But then at night I take classes um, on holistic nutrition in Berkeley and I'd just go to every talk I could at Michael Pollan or Alice Waters or, you know, so it was just all kind of came together. And and ultimately I felt like, man, I just wish I had somewhere that I could shop, that I could find all these products under one roof, not just beauty products, but wellness products too. And that was fun. That was engaging. That made me feel comfortable. That wasn't speaking to me in a way that I needed to change all these things about myself or fix all these wrinkles or plump my lips or, you know, just, it just really empowered me with information. And, and so I took, you know, a, a blank sheet of paper and really that last year in San Francisco, before I moved to Nashville, I was doing my business plan. I was making sketches of what the store needed to look like, just started from scratch and really tried to bring all my knowledge that I could to create like the best beauty experience that I would want to shop. Well, I definitely think you've done that. And you have such a unique background that's perfectly suited for the natural beauty and wellness industry in terms of like the retail and curating these brands. It's so fascinating to hear that you started out at Walmart. I didn't realize that. I I knew you had been in San Francisco. (laughs) at Goop, but it just makes so much sense. And you've clearly taken your time to dive deep into the industry and learn about products and ingredients and sourcing and what we should really have on a shelf that's safe and also effective for, you know, women and, and men too. So Lemon Lane today If you could talk to, I mean, I obviously know about it, but Mm -hmm. I would love to hear more about your mission as to why it's so important that buyers and consumers start to think about, you know, we'll get to what we're putting in our bodies. But first, I think it's important to understand why we need to think about clean or natural 
non-toxic beauty products when it comes to our skin. And I love your perspective on this. And I'd also then like to talk about maybe what are some things that are products that we should be wary of when we are at, let's say, a Sephora or an Ulta Beauty? Yeah, it's nothing of black or white. Um, I will say that. And I'm really humbled by the growth of this industry. And there's so much that we're still learning. And there's so much that needs to be done from um, scientific point of view and studies. And if you think about it, the nutritional industry, especially, and then even now coming out with understanding how the skin absorbs ingredients into your system is still so young compared to so many other sciences and fields. So I think it's important to keep that perspective because we're all growing and learning. (laughs) And I think especially in this industry, you just, you can't be dogmatic about it. Obviously there's things that I, I always tell people to be wary of and we can get to that in a second. But ultimately, you know, where I came from is I just want to empower people and plant seeds of information. And hopefully that flourishes into someone else leading a path that they think about not only how products and the way they spend their money affects them and their health, but also their community, their family, the environment. I think about even like when you're buying an organic, you know, tomato or a natural moisturizer, obviously that's benefiting you, but it's also benefiting the person that made it. And just thinking about like that ripple effect that how you spend your money and and how you choose to do that has an effect on um, the planet. And then of course your future generations too. So that's, not something I take lightly. And I, I think I, for me, I went through this phase early in my 20s, and I guess everyone kind of does this, where I was really dogmatic. I was very black or white. I was, you know, telling everyone that they were going to get cancer if they didn't <laughs> subscribe to a vegan raw food lifestyle or if they, you know, didn't use only like hemp and patchouli. Um, I took it to the extreme. And <laughs> And I learned a lot through that. It's kind of my personality, zero or a hundred. But I realized, you know, you don't you don't reach people that way. And I think for Lemon Lane, I really set out to, you know, I want to be the best beauty experience in the world. And it just so happens that we really care about the types of products and who makes our products. And I feel like that's icing on the cake. But I don't want it to come from this place of being better than or like passing judgment because I feel like there's way too much of that, especially yeah, in the health industry. And, there really is. And for women. <laughs> it's yeah, crazy. It's so unfortunate to see. And I, it doesn't inspire me. I mean, like I said, I, I was that, I was that person for a while and I had no friends. <laughs> yeah. Like no one would invite me over for dinner, you know? Well, um, it's just con- I mean, we deal with this where, you know, we recommend taking your supplements at night and then, you know, some women can be overwhelmed by that or think that that's an absolute when, of course, you can adjust things to, you know, fit your lifestyle. And I think the same is with your beauty products. If you can, or shopping organic or or doing things in a natural way, that's going to not just benefit you, but as you said, benefit the people that you're buying from, you know, Mm -hmm. you can be smart about it, but it's not absolute. (laughs) Yeah. And I think what you said is so true. It's like so individualized. And that's what I learn every day when I'm in the store or engaging with people um, online through Instagram, like everyone's so situational and to really respect that and give confidence to the one to or the man to explore that on their own terms and letting them have 
the opportunity to do that. And that's why I think like our events have done so well, because it's just sharing information. It's not saying to do one thing or the other. And I think, you know, we as people are smart and we can figure out what works best for us. But I think if you're headed in the right direction, ultimately you'll, you'll get to that place where you're feeling good about your routine or your health, but it's a process and everyone's so unique and different and, and there's not one size fits all by any means. And I think in our store format, what I love and why we started with physical first versus going online, which so many people, especially retailers do having the benefit of being person to person has made the experience so much more rich that we can see on the signs on their face that they're talking about the moisturizer they're looking for, or they're, um, you know, commenting that they're really stressed. And like, you can just see subtle body cues and, and feel like you're connecting with the person in a way that we're really listening to, to them and their needs. And they're not just an algorithm or a bot. That's so true. I mean, we are in the digital space, but one of our differentiating factors, and I think what brings women back to us time and time again, or why our customers stick with us for such a long time, is that we do give you access to a real licensed nurse PA or nurse practitioner. So when you are chatting with someone online, you're actually talking to a real person and not a bot and you can schedule a call. And, you know, that feeling like someone's holding your hand is so important, whether it's for your, you know, talking about your fertility journey with us at Binto or when it's coming to, what cleanser you should be using because skin, I mean, that's how you present yourself to the world. And I think it absolutely makes sense why the retail component is so critical to what you're trying to do or the in-person right. and stores. So for beauty, it's like you want to see and touch it and feel it and smell it. And so um, I don't think that will ever go away. I think right. it's just, we're just having a moment in all of commerce, whether it's retail or wholesale, that's just, it's evolving for sure. Definitely. A digital platform for us is a great way to open up the GYN space to the every woman. And that can Mm -hmm. be hard to do with healthcare in a brick and mortar setting. Mm -hmm. It's definitely why we love events and why we've done events with you at Lemon Lane and we'll continue to do them in the future because nothing beats seeing people in real life. And I love the the educational component that you have. So just to back up for ingredients, if, I mean, this is something that I struggle with. I, I know so much about the supplement world, but when it comes to physical skincare products and what I'm putting on my body, I'm also great with femme hygiene, but It can be, I mean, it's really confusing, especially when reading product labels. So what are like your top no's? And then what are some things we would actually want to look for in skincare and makeup products? Definitely paraben, which I feel like you hear a lot about. That's a pretty obvious one. And, you know, the, the, the challenging part of this industry right now is, you know, a lot of manufacturers have gotten rid of parabens because it is so front and center in the consumer's mind, which is great. It's a huge win for advocacy for us. But, you know, we can't keep up with the amount of chemicals that are being created. There's been 10,000 chemicals introduced into our systems since 1970. So imagine trying to keep 
up tabs on every single one of those chemicals and know how they're affecting our health. I mean, that's like nearly impossible. So it's hard for me to like get down to the ingredients because there's also phthalates, but those can be housed or um, placed in the fragrance category, which brands don't have to release what's hiding in the fragrance. So they could hide the phthalates in that particular ingredient. Yeah. Um, so you may not even know what's in a product. I think for me, because I, I do this every day, I mean, I have a whole stack of products that I need to go through downstairs so that new brands send me. But um, it's understanding who's making it, you know? Like, is there authenticity there? Did they get into industry to create a positive change or do they get into the industry because they are wanting to make a quick buck and they realize it's growing and everyone's wanting natural products, you know, like, and I try to really do that work because I think if they have the um, responsibility, if they feel like that that is important and why they're doing what they're doing, then that will come through in a conversation with them or even understanding their brand story. And that might be kind of like a odd take on it, but I mean, I'll see some, you know, chemicals still in the products that I can't pronounce and I have to Google and there's no research on EWG and I ask my chemist friend and I get a better explanation of it. And sometimes those are still natural derived and they're fine for you. So it's just, it can be really confusing, even for me, honestly. It definitely is confusing. I had no idea that to get like a cream-based product. So if you have a lotion or anything like that, they often need, I mean, they need a preservative in order to have a shelf life. But then oil-based products don't necessarily need a preservative. But that doesn't mean that all preservatives in that instance are bad. Right. So then that's just confusing too, because you hear, you know, you don't want any preservatives. But at the same time, even if, you know, you are using, let's say, a beauty counter, those cream-based products are still going to need something and able for it to stay healthy on a shelf. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I just I feel know. like that's and so confusing. You know, there's food-grade preservatives, which a lot of the natural brands are using. Right. Even, like vi- vitamin E or um, rosemary antioxidative ingredient or extract, I believe. And I think what's so great is I was talking to my friend that's the chemist and she makes some of the best natural brands in the world. Um, She's out of Colorado and it's amazing to see the science that's coming about just because the consumer is is using their dollars and, you know, that's going to help fund these labs to create alternatives that weren't around 10 years ago. So they're starting to do you know, more like gel and a water-based products that they couldn't do before because now they have a preservative system that works and is natural. So yeah, it's, it's changing all the time. Um, and that's where I think I go back to just like, okay, who's behind the brand? What are, what's their intention? Cause I think, you know, if, if they have this trust from their consumers, like they will carry that torch and try to do the right thing. Definitely. I also feel like you do a really good job of sourcing some companies from abroad, specifically Europe, where there are a lot of rules and regulations in place within the beauty and supplement industry, whereas we don't have a lot of those. I mean, the supplement industry as well is completely unregulated, which is terrifying and partly why I started doing what I do with Binto. And I just love seeing you, you know, spreading out beyond the United States to bring in brands 
from around the world that maybe we might not have access to or or know about. For those sort of things, like even um, Australia, they've been doing clean beauty. Their labs have been doing it for like 10 years longer than most labs in the United States. And so there, I feel like I'm seeing a lot more um, formulations that are more up to par with like what the consumers may be used to in their products that are coming out of Australia. So yeah, it's really exciting. Um, and I think the U.S. is catching up for sure. And people like you that are asking questions and, and you're also being an advocate for the consumer when you go to labs, right? You're saying, hey, I need this. This, you know, these, these are my non-negotiables. I can't have any fillers or, you know, things like that. And so you're pushing the labs too, which is creating a shift in the industry. Definitely. I think I'm the opposite of you and that I wasn't working in the industry. I didn't really know about sourcing or buying, but I do have that strong medical background, which is important. But I definitely took me a long time to figure out the world of finding the right manufacturing partners and visiting labs. And now when I go, it's sort of like you can really read the tea leaves of who's being honest with you and, and who's not. So it just takes a lot of digging around and, and being savvy and not lowering your standards, which is important because... Exactly. Yeah, it takes time and effort. And so I think when when brands out there just want to make it easy and then slap a pretty label on it, and you know, that comes through and, and obviously it, it shows up in the product. But yeah, you, you've taken the path less traveled for sure. Yeah. So aside from the beauty and skincare products that you carry at Lemon Lane, you also have this philosophy of sort of health or beauty from within. And that goes back to your wellness walls or the area of the store that's more focused on, let's say, the supplement nutraceutical products. And I just love your take on that. And I'd love to hear more about why you started doing that, because I really feel like you're one of the first to bring the two together in the same space. Yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah, it just was like, you kind of probably had non-negotiables when you started your company. That was a big one for me, mainly because it was my own journey. You know, my skin, I had cystic acne and it did not get better until I started really taking a look at my internal health and mainly my digestive system, Um, my hormones. And so I just felt like I couldn't have an honest beauty experience if I wasn't talking about what's going on internally with someone and whether that's, you know, stress management or their gut health, or are they sleeping enough? You know, asking these questions that, you know, we really try to just have their light bulb go off in their head. You know, when someone comes in and tells me, oh my gosh, I have bags under my eyes or my skin just feels so dull. You know, if you ask them, well, like, how are you sleeping? You know, do you have an energy slump in the afternoon? You know, kind of trying to create this conversation around, like, look, we're not going to sit here and, and tell you that here's this miracle product and this cream that's going to cure everything. Let's actually get to the root of what's causing this so that over time you can feel more energized. And, you know, I think that directly shows up on your skin uh, versus just saying, okay, let's just slap a product on it. Like, yes, I love, don't get me wrong, I love beauty products and there's a ritual of that and like they do enhance the skin. But I think if you don't have the internal piece figured out, then you're really just going to be, you know, slapping a Band-Aid on what you're really looking or trying to get out of. 
Absolutely. What do you think that transition was for you when you realized with your own journey with skincare that, you know, it wasn't just about the products, but that you were going to have to look on the inside and your body as a whole? I'm just curious when you had that discovery. It was in the early days of me going vegan were really impactful for me because I think that's what a lot of people find when they go vegan. It's that like for me, I was in college. I didn't have a whole lot of money. I was eating not the best food. I was drinking beer like most college students, just not taking great care of myself. And not until like my senior year, even like after did I start trying to eat more vegetables and really taking on more of the vegan lifestyle. And I noticed I started to feel much better and my skin felt more bright. Um, my complexion cleared. I even, I mean, this, I have no clinical studies to this and you might laugh at me, but I felt like I didn't even need sunscreen as much. Like I, <laughs> my skin wasn't as sensitive or burn, wouldn't burn easily. For me, that was the moment like, wow, you know, like I'm feeling better. I'm looking better. Like there's something about this lifestyle. And I think that's where I took it, of course, to the extreme, which I don't recommend because I think over time, I obviously depleted my protein and my B12 levels. And it just, I ended up not being as healthy as I wish I would have been. But yeah, I, I noticed a huge difference in my skin. And it's been um, an interesting journey in that, like, you never have it quite figured out. Because lately, and I'm sure you can relate to this too, Susie, it's like, I don't think I've ever been more stressed in my life being yeah. a business owner and, and now a new mom. And I'm having this aha moment of, what stress can do to the skin and my overall well-being, And that's not something that you can, like I learned about in my schooling, whether it was my holistic nutrition classes or even through my career in natural beauty, you know, it's that mental health piece and that emotional piece that I think it's super interesting to me. And we're starting to do more talks about it um, at Lemon Lane. Cause I've recently noticed, you know, I'll start meditating um, in the mornings or just taking time out in the middle of my day just to breathe. And I've really noticed a huge difference and it doesn't cost me money, you know, it's, so it's a journey, right? And you, you pick up things along the way that are like, they're aha moments. Like, oh, that really does make me feel better. Yeah. <laughs> or my skin look better. I think stress is huge. It's something that we see. It's probably one of the most clicked on <laughs> components of our intake survey on Bento. And it's fascinating because when you're working for somebody else, like I was as a nurse, you definitely have stress, you know, maybe with a boss or whatever it is, you're going to have some workplace stress, but it does not at all compare to the stress or that pit that you can feel in your stomach when you go out on your own, you're trying to build a business. So I've definitely... I feel you on that one. And mental health is something that we are talking a lot about at Bento. And, you know, I think 2020, we're going to be rolling out, not I think, I know we are going to be rolling out a lot more in the telehealth service space. And in particular, offering some mental health specialists that you can work with sort of outside that, like tangible health and, and wellness. Yeah, it's so neat. Nutrition component. And I, w- I actually just heard a uh, 
I might get this fact all wrong, but it was headed in the right direction in saying that, you know, what we come in contact on a daily level as a human being in this modern world that we live in is equivalent to 100 years ago what someone would come in contact with throughout an entire year. That's um, crazy. And I think we, we, yeah, right? We, we forget that, like, it's a lot of um, this modern lifestyle that we're doing, these expectations we have, and this this whole mentality of, always being productive and using every hour of the day to do something. And I found that like when I can actually take breaks and have a day out of the week where like, I don't check into my Gmail. I try to stay off Instagram, <laughs> which is hard. I know um, it is hard, but it does. It, <laughs> it does help me feel more focused on the other days and, and take everything in stride. And I think we're all trying to relearn that as, you know, from in our 20s and 40s, especially that we were all products of, you know, being online and being available all the time. And now we're trying to remember what it was like to, to tune out. So yeah, that let me know when you do that. And I want to sign up. <laughs> I will hopefully soon. It'll definitely be in the next six months. And I think this month on our packets, we even changed them to say, like a little health tip to tell you to turn on the um, do not disturb mode at night on your phone. And I actually turned off all notifications on my phone for email. I still have Slack up there. Obviously my team might need to reach me, but it has completely shifted my mental health. Just that one little thing makes such a huge impact. And like you said, it's getting to that root cause. So that stress that you feel and internalize can show up in, in your face and your body and, and manifest itself, which is just fascinating. Just to wrap up, I do have a question for you. And one of the biggest things that I hear at Binto or just from women in general who come up to me and, and when we're talking about health is I hear the phrase, no one ever told me all the time. And I'm sure you hear this at Lemon Lane. And I'd love to know if you can share with me what is one no one ever told me experience you've had that you would want to share with our listeners? That's a great question. I know I sprang that on you. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah, no, I'm, well, it's funny. I, that was so much of my aha moment um, when I was working at Walmart. I read the book, I think it's called No More Dirty Looks. And it was about the beauty industry and the state of, you know, chemical tightening in our products. And I remember hearing this fact, you know, the average woman uses, I think, around 16 products a day. And I think that no one ever told me that kind of popped into my head was, if you're using that many different products and, and that often, it's really not necessarily about, you know, the clinical studies on the ingredients that are in those products in a vacuum, you know, like it's not just about the total amount of that ingredient and how harmful it is. It's, I think the aha moment was like, okay, now how are these building up in our system over time? Because you're using all of these products in conjunction with each other that you're, you also don't know how they're entering your system and how they could possibly function together in the same, you know, in your bloodstream or in your skin. And so how they build up, I think that that's 
I had never considered that. And that was like, wow, like this isn't, we really need to be looking closer at this because this is a really big problem that it didn't seem like anyone was really asking the tough questions and trying to dig deeper into it. That's a great one. I love that. Yeah, I haven't heard that so one yet. <laughs> I know well, we could you know, go on and on. That's on. Yeah. On the beauty side though, I mean, that's a beauty comment, but like the health side is just how much our, our digestive system is, it impacts everything in our whole body. I mean, especially with brain health and how that's connected to your gut. No one ever told me that. I think I was reading for every one signal the brain sends to the gut, the gut sends nine back to the brain. So it truly is our second brain. And I think that's just fascinating information that I would love to like learn more about. And I wish everyone knew that, you know? I agree. And that's why we do what we do. And that's why I think your events are so powerful so please keep doing them and then with that in mind I know I will I think we're going to be in Houston in March good yeah and honestly I mean to tell your viewers but you are our first event and I think you know it wasn't really necessarily in my business plan to host events and I really credit you that because you were just like yeah let's get out and share this information and then spark some conversations and I just I've always appreciated how you really started your company from that very fact too. You know, you're wanting to do the same thing. So Thank it's you. been such a fun like partnership to have over the last few years. And I have no doubt we'll be hosting even more events. We will. I don't doubt that either. And with that in mind, do you have anything on the horizon for this year that you might want to share that you're working on? Or I always yeah, like getting uh, little tidbits. Well, yeah, going back to our uh, e-commerce conversation, (laughs) um, you know, I always knew we wanted to have one. I think I just wanted to be really thoughtful about what that could look like and not just be so transactional, which is, you know, I see a lot of other beauty retailers, you know, it's more of just a click to buy and you see some product information and you know, so we're trying to really have our own take on it. So we're in the early stages of developing that. And I love, you know, you guys have been an inspiration in how you can really pair people with experts. Um, I think that's so important. And, you know, people, unfortunately, like, um, especially in, in cities, even where I grew up in Tulsa, Oklahoma, you know, they don't have access to, you know, all the practitioners. And even in Nashville here, you know, there's even functional medicine doctors that, um, have a year wait list because there's just not enough for the demand. And so, you know, offering a level of expertise, I think is so needed right now. So I love that you guys are doing that. And, you know, I'm kind of in the pre-planning phase of getting something off the ground for us in, in that space. So be on the lookout for that. Hoping I will. That's fall. awesome. I can't wait yeah. to see that. So it's about time. It's like three years later. I know. So I've been waiting for you to have an online store because you have not graced us with your presence in Philadelphia. So <laughs> I know. Maybe one day. Thank you, Laura. It's always a pleasure to talk with you. And I hope I get to see you in Nashville soon. Yes. And if not, I'll see you in Houston in March. Well, I hope you are as impressed with Laura as I am. Like I said, I'm sure you all learned a ton in that episode. And if you want to find more about Laura, and if you want to follow them on Instagram or check out their retail stores, 
You can find them at Lemon Lane on Instagram. Lane is spelled L-A-I-N-E. And they are currently building, like she mentioned, their e-commerce platform. So you can't order online yet. But if you're not in Nashville and Houston, don't worry. I order things from there via email or DM anytime. And she will be happy to help you out. Thanks again for listening. And don't forget to stay tuned. In two weeks, we will be out with a new podcast. It's going to be me and Andy. We're going to be breaking down your frequently asked questions. So send them on in to upyourglow at myvento.com. Cheers. Cheers.